0: Welcome to Gold Star Classroom, the podcast where our panelists go back to school. We'll grade them on their answers to a variety of general knowledge and trivia questions. They don't know what we're going to ask, and we don't know what they're going to say. The student with the highest grade at the end of the class will win the coveted classroom prize, the golden banana. I'm your host and headmaster, Professor Jerry Jaffe. Welcome to today's episode of Gold Star Classroom. I am your host and headmaster, Dr. Jerry Jaffe, and as usual, it is my job to ask today's students questions across the width and breadth of learning, and as any good teacher would, grade their answers. Uh, It's my pleasure to introduce today's students. Sitting on my left is a guy I know called John Pridmore.
1: Hey. Hey.
0: Uh, Nothing. What's up with you, John? It's going well. How's it going for you? Um, I'm pretty good. Excellent. And sitting on my right is the creator, producer, and artistic director of the Slow Mutants film production company, Jorge Belarosa. Hello. Hello, Jorge. Thanks for coming to class today. Thank you for inviting me. My pleasure. Sitting on my far right is a uh, comedian and a former student of this classroom, Sean Sullivan. Hey, shout out goes to me listening to this letter. Hey, <laughs> excellent. I hope that's true. We need all the hits we can get. I said on my far left is comedian Anthony Savat.
2: Uh, hi there. I was going to bring you an apple, but it turns out there's a worm in it now. <laughs> I think you confused apples with tequila. <laughs> no, I confused a worm with something that, that's attached to my body. Oh.
0: Please don't You're do thinking. that again. And still, tequila could be involved. I'd like to say that today's classroom is being recorded at the Stone Tavern in Kent, Ohio.
1: Hey, well, I mean, oh, we're here. Class.
0: And as I am grading all of your answers at the end of today's class, the student with the highest grade will receive the coveted classroom prize the
2: golden banana. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I really, really want it.
0: <laughs> I heard that, but you have to really, really earn
2: it. I think no matter who wins it, you're going to get it.
0: Done. <laughs> um, all right, let me just start off with a, a simple question, but it's going to open up. A can of worms with a bunch of related questions. Let me ask you this. Pop rock song, Addicted to Love.
2: By whom? Robert Palmer.
0: Five points,
2: John Pridmore. Weird Al. Bob Palmer. (laughs) I thought you were going to ask who parodied the song. No. uh, next, Addicted to Spuds is one of my favorite (laughs) Weird Al songs. Well,
0: that's worth four points just for bringing obscurity. What year did the song Addicted to Love come out?
1: Eighty-five. 86.
0: 86, John Pridmore. Man. He knows his love addiction. Which brings us to a real question Is love addiction a real thing? Yes. We have one vote for yes. <laughs> Disgraced
2: Italian romantic drunkard.
1: Yeah, I'm that gonna, sounds like a different disorder. I'm <laughs> going to also say yes, because I think it's a uh, game show hosted by Chuck Wolverine. Honestly,
2: if I get a text message
1: from this girl,
2: the, the, the girl I've been chasing for two years asked me to hang out like during the uh, show, and if she shows up, I'm going to bail on this, and you guys can screw off. because I'm addicted to the That's no things.
0: way to get a golden banana. You're going to skip That's, that's, that's get a golden that's banana? That's how you deliver a golden banana. Uh, I'll play a hooky. That's a brown banana. Oh, <laughs> the... Um, <laughs> The phrase, love addict, is a 20th century invention, although there might be metaphors or other types of permutations, actually saying love addict entered the
2: vernacular of the English language when? Oh, like the 1920s? Does this have to do with Freud? Um, It is the 1920s.
0: Freud is a little earlier, but Freud did have related theories that... Contribute to it, including in particular his Wolfman theory. A.J. <laughs> no, <say> George. <laughs> Other kind of comic, werewolf. Uh, 1928. Okay. 1928.
2: Um, How many points do I get?
0: What is. <laughs> what is. You get 1928
2: points. Yeah, I
0: won. What does SLAA stand for? Sla. <laughs> Jorge. What does SLAA stand for? That'd be something. Our class is
2: makes the S stand for science. Our yeah. students listening at home. S does not stand for science. Students. That does not stand for students. I got nothing. Sex. You got that. Is it right? Friend. SLA yes. is sex. Sex love. Yes. Anonymous. Oh, sex love. Androids. <laughs> is the A and R? Sex
1: on it? love love addicts. And, um, yeah, John Fred got us there. Son of
0: a it was a group effort. Actually, it was a group effort, but uh, Sean did not contribute to the group whatsoever on that. So minus 10 points to Sean. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I said Slaw. <sloth. laughs>
0: All right, I'll give you a point back for Slaw. Minus nine. The, um, <laughs> it's, it is the 12-step program. Began in 1976. It is now a worldwide society with membership in over 43 countries. I know this is a shot in the dark type of question. Any idea... How many official members are enrolled in SLAA worldwide?
1: 15,000.
0: 69. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I'm giving Sean a point for 5.3 million. That's t- three completely different numbers,
2: by the way. Yeah. Jorge? I'm going to take a stab at this. Uh, uh, 666. Six hundred and sixty-six. Oh, that number. <laughs> we have the same tavern. The,
0: well, the fake number of the beast. Not the real number of beast. Yes. Oh. Um, Anthony's answer was the closest. It's 16,000 members worldwide. You right. said 15,000. I know a little bit about this. I didn't study. I'm just, I
2: am just. should be a member. Of <laughs>
0: yes. You should consider it. They do have a book out called sex, uh, sex and Love Addicts Anonymous, 1986. Going over the characteristics thereof. Yeah, who there, else should
2: get that? Is my ex-wife. <laughs> All of them.
0: There is um, at least one other important question about sex addicts that we need to cover. And that is this. The um healthcare, mental health care professionals use a particularly famous diagnostic book. Every psychiatrist, psychologist, and therapist has it on their desk. Is it a uh,
2: copy of the latest issue of Playboy magazine? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a different type of therapy, but I'm not going to say no completely. <laughs> uh, you know what the DSM is?
2: Is that like the number? Like, no, I'm thinking ISBN.
0: Right, that's ISBN, no. This is, that's the like shorthand, colloquial way to say this book, which is the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. Uh, I bring up that book, because that's what therapists use when diagnosing various types of mental disorders, and there is one mental disorder, not one mental disorder, let me rephrase that, be a little more eloquent. One topic of interest to us is not included in this book. Butt stuff, addiction, no. <laughs> sex
1: addicts.
0: Sex and love addicts are not included in this diagnostic manual. Ah, okay, uh, because healthcare providers cannot agree on a definition, or if it is a, even actually an affliction, or just a you know pop psychology fake addic- uh, addiction.
2: What if there's someone who has a spell book <laughs> because they're a sex wizard? Does that book come into play? <laughs> Basically what I'm saying is someone stole that book from me and I need it back. (laughs) Huzzah. (laughs) I had it.
0: Alright, well while I sum your points from the first question, it has been pointed out to me that uh, sometimes as a teacher I rely too much on criticism to tear my students down. So in order to build my students up, I hold in my hand a list of 101 random ways to praise a student and I just wanted to tell you guys, you're a real trooper. (laughs) <laughs> Singular to all four of us. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. You can divide that one trooper amongst it the four It forth. is You're each a quarter
2: day, right? of a real trooper. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. I, oh, that's... I call the
1: legs. <laughs> Both legs. Yes. That's so selfish. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask this question. Uh, <laughs> that was fun.
0: We're going to turn to again, um, like the last question. We're going to start with a little pop culture, but it's going to lead us to more serious and deep topics. In the summer of 1958, Buddy Holly. No. Minus five points. At what famous historical site did Groucho Marx dance the Charleston?
2: The site of the plane crash where Buddy Holly died. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: Any other guesses before I affirm or deny?
1: 58? Yep. No, I have no idea. Berlin.
0: Jorge? Contribute to class, please, young man. (sighs) Charleston, West Virginia. <laughs> okay. Plus five points for knowing your geography. Um, of the answers offered so far, and I did notice that Anthony went twice, but his second answer was Berlin. It was in Germany somewhere. Okay. It was a historical site in Germany.
2: Oh, Auschwitz. Not Auschwitz. Oh. <laughs> 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 the Anne Frank House. <laughs>
0: Not the Anne Frank House. Nuremberg? No, nothing to do with Nuremberg. Where else is there in Germany? The Autobahn, <laughs> <laughs> Oktoberfest. Well, knowing that it's 1958, and so therefore the years after World War II, some of your World War II slash Nazi-themed guesses are in the right vein. Yeah. But you
2: haven't, no one has...
1: Hitler's pit- Grave? So close, so
0: close.
2: Uh, Geiger is the, and- the bunker where Hitler committed suicide? Correct, oh. Anthony Savat.
0: Well, I'm giving a third of your points to John. Yeah, I'll give
2: him two thirds. <laughs> okay. How many is that? Two? <laughs>
0: two thirds. Two thirds. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes, he danced on the remains of the Fuhrer bunker. Nice. The place where. Good, that's what it should be done with. He, he did not um, murder himself. <laughs> it was. <laughs> A, by all accounts, it was quite an awkward three minutes. <laughs> oh, <he did laughs> after three which, minutes, Jesus. After which, he is reported to have said, "It wasn't as funny as I thought it would be." <laughs> 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 um, we did mention already that Hitler committed suicide. Allegedly, Jorge seems
2: to have a different. Oh, uh, no, he lived his life out in, where was that? Chile, or Argentina. Argentina. Argentina, Charleston. Charlie Argentine. That was his uh, assumed name. Schickelgruber, though, was his actual birth name, right? Adolf Schickelgruber, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway.
0: I did not jot that one down. But yeah. I I will
2: check it out and retroactively give you five points if that's correct. A lot of sources, though, do suggest that that is actually what happened to Hitler. That he died? No, that he he actually didn't. That that was hogwash. Yeah, but like, a
0: a lot of sources, like my history books, say that he did die. Yeah. As a. As a uh, place of intellectual and higher learning, we eschew conspiracy theories for confirmed, studied narratives. Uh, well, I, I will say, though, that the Russians destroyed his body, and so there are no physical remains left, which certainly fuels
2: conspiracy theories. Sure. Um, from from my accounts, the Russians did hate his guts, so they may have just dismembered yeah. him for the fun of it.
0: And a few days before, you know, Mussolini had been dragged out into the streets and executed. Yeah. Which was uh, contributing to his decision to commit suicide, because he didn't want to have that happen to him, apparently. How did he commit suicide? I know, cyanide. cyanide. Yeah. We have two votes for cyanide, and yeah. wish to offer other votes. Oh, I thought he put a pistol to his head. Sean? Uh, gas chamber. <laughs> Ironic, but pistol to the head. Was it, did he make his girl take the cyanide then? And her name was?
1: Eva Braun.
0: Eva Braun yeah. cyanide capsule. That is correct. Okay. Did. Again, uh, did he make her? We'd, we'll never know what happened in that bunker. He didn't have a gun, though. So. The, yeah, he was, he was very persuasive. <laughs> yeah. to eat this. <laughs> right. Hitler shot himself and Braun bit into a cyanide ca- ca- uh, capsule. Do you know um, when? By which I mean the
2: date. The date
0: of Hitler's death?
2: Oh, no. Or do you know the year? 43, right? 44. The war ended in 45.
0: It was 44.
2: But we took care of the Germans before the Japanese, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, we do say the war ended in 45. So, Sean, you are correct about that. Plus, like, uh, 1,945 points? Wait, was Pearl Harbor...
2: Was that 42? I don't have Pearl Harbor in my lesson plan, but I thought that was 41. 41, okay. So maybe 42, then, was when we... Mm. Uh, no, Germany no, and Japan both fell in '45, about
0: six months apart.
2: Oh, so it was '45 then? Correct. Oh, okay. Well, you just told us. So correct. You're correct. <laughs> well,
0: I'm here to help. I'm here to educate. It was in 1945. Um, probably no one wants to guess the date, the actual date. Uh,
2: June 6th. <laughs> I get five points for guessing. Well, no, that oh. was D-Day. So yes, I if it was in '45, it would have been early, right? When did Germany fall? March? Was it March of 45? It's February 13th, 1945.
1: <laughs> was it April 20th? February 14th. He was a hopeless romantic.
0: Uh-oh. And so were you, Sean Sullivan.
1: Was it April?
2: It was April 30th. April 30th. Okay, April 20th was, was his, uh, his birthday, birthday, right? Yeah. yeah. And, I wonder how you and a very legendary holiday <laughs> where you smoke weed.
0: Yes. Well, you kind of have to at this point. They did. Hitler, (laughs) you're screwing me even now. Since you mentioned Hitler's birthday, I'll give bonus points if anyone knows what year he was born in. It was 1889? Bonus points! Anthony Savat. All right. Cut.
2: (laughs) I love World War II. I've I've told you this. I've made no outrageous claims.
1: Said that you love World War II well
2: that's an outrageous thing to love I suppose hey I can't love these women that I love so I'll love World he's War II he's a love addict Yeah, he's come addicted on. to loving in the sex I sex World War II sometimes one more
0: <laughs> so speaking of blitzkriegs one more <laughs> um, random Hitler related question what year did he become chancellor 30, wait no. 1933
2: Correct. 1933. Oh, we finally have something out of solid, <laughs> Other than 69. If you get 69, I no, will give you 33 points.
1: Why do you keep a score?
2: Because I want to.
0: <laughs> He's an accountant. He can't help himself.
2: Yeah, it's is compulsive.
0: Numbers and where they go is what he does. Oscar Wilde once said, oh. Education is an admirable thing, but it is well to remember from time to time that nothing that is worth knowing can be taught. And uh, based on most of your answers... Thank you for proving Oscar Wilde's theory. <laughs> I, I'm not even quite sure what that means, but I just wanted to say it so badly.
2: Oscar Wilde, uh, side note, was gay.
0: <laughs> he was gay before there was gay. Yeah, he was, he was he like... He was the first <laughs>
2: modern gay person. He, wasn't he like flamboyant about it too? Like, yeah, I'm gay, everyone, and it's awesome.
1: Well,
0: but it wasn't a matter of... Like, if you think of a gay person today, it wouldn't be the same scene because they didn't have gay people then. Okay. So his trial kind of created the archetype of the modern gay person. Interesting. Okay. But, that digression aside... We're all just <laughs> trying to be Oscar Wilde. Yeah. <laughs> and at least somebody is. Um, here's a random statistic for you. I know this is just a guess, but it'll also lead us to some more interesting questions. This is in the United States, not worldwide. In the United States... In 2013, how many UFO sightings were reported? 145. We have. Jorge's answer is 145. 51. Sean's going lower than that, 51. Remember, this is a and country this, of over 300 million people. Yeah, this is worldwide? Speaking. Half I just, of is, whom have below average intelligence. I'm
1: sorry, I just asked if it was gonna worldwide. I like, it was this country. Yeah, it's no, going to say country. Like 50, probably like 57,000. Uh,
0: 57,000. So I'm going to go with
1: 10,000.
0: 10,000 is the closest. In 2013, there were 6,500 reported UFOs. Not as
1: many crazy people as I thought. Yeah. Um,
0: But more than Sean and Jorge thought. Yeah. I was was in the right area. (laughs) Speaking of the right area, (laughs) there are three... He said 51. We're getting there. He didn't get that. We're getting there. Besides your 51 answer, there are three states... And which, which have the most reportings of UFOs?
2: West Virginia, Alabama, Louisiana.
1: None of them. <laughs> um, Texas, New Mexico, and Oregon.
2: None of those. Hawaii, of those. Alaska, and Vermont. Well, we're going
0: to it's let one of these that, two students Nevada, go first. Nevada, California, and...
1: Rhode Island, Delaware, and Connecticut.
0: None of those. Some, when you went twice, you did mention one of them on your second one. Hawaii
2: and Alaska and New uh, York. What was the other New one?
0: New Nope. No. Florida. A-
2: Arizona. Didn't someone say that? No. no. I mean, New Mexico. No. Vermont. I said Vermont, didn't I? It, it was in, in, in your second. second. Okay.
0: Yeah. And Maine are the three states where, with the most UFO sightings. Hmm. Of course, you know what the phrase UFO actually stands for. Yeah. So someone say it unidentified, unidentified flying uh, sex orifice. But, um. <laughs> uh, John was right, but Anthony was even more right. Yes. Yeah. Unidentified flying object. Yeah. Of course, you know, um, skeptics and experts make it a point to point out that that is not synonymous with flying saucers or aliens. It just means you see something in the sky and you don't know what it is. Um, for many decades, the Air Force famously, re- you know, would follow up on reports of such unidentified flying objects. Um, there is a percentage that, of how many UFOs when, sightings when investigated are easy to explain. So it's between one and 99. Four. Easy to explain? Yeah. Okay. 76. Your answer is closer because it's a much bigger number. Yes. (laughs) 77. (laughs) (laughs) 95. 95% of UFO sightings when investigated are easy to explain. Mm, They're lights in the sky, they're blimps, they're satellites. However, there's a specific thing which, not just in the U.S., but globally, has caused a spike in unidentified flying object sightings around the world.
2: Legalization of moonshine and uh, (laughs) marijuana. (laughs) Drones? Jorge finally gets an answer right. Drones.
0: Both, you know, over in the United States and overseas. And of course, we think military when we think drones, but drones have other uses too. So, oh, thankfully. <laughs> these things fly around and people don't know what they are. And they go, What's that thing flying in the sky?
2: And that's a UFO at that point.
0: You mentioned um, 51, Mr. Sarcasm.
2: What?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> in the. Uh, 40s actually, there were two famous UFO sightings that to a certain degree maybe inaugurated the modern craze of UFOs. One is the more famous one Roswell. Roswell, obviously. obviously. I, I was looking up the Roswell one just to jot down some notes. Um, in 1948, a rancher stumbled across a 200-yard-long swath of rubber strips, tin foil, wood sticks, and scotch tape in Roswell, New Mexico, near an Air Force Base. <laughs> And I try to imagine, like, what an innocent era that would be that you'd find, like, tinfoil and scotch tape and think aliens have been here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There was another sighting earlier in 1948. Um, This is not as famous, so I just wanted to make sure people knew. This was in the state of Washington. And the thing that's interesting about this is that when this guy reported what he saw, he specifically used the phrase uh, lights of saucers skipping over the water. And that being reported nationwide is what created the phrase "flying saucers."
2: Hmm. Oh, I thought it was my ex-wife throwing the dinner plates at me. <laughs> what?
1: Let me just—you uh, like any young <laughs> uh, yeah. What are you doing? I've
0: sadly experienced that as well. Um, there is, of course, a contemporary famous rock band whose name is a synonym for UFOs or for UFOs. Of course, there's a band called UFO, by the way. But besides yeah. that band, there's another the, even more famous... Is attempt- it U2?
1: No. No, well, well, that is a bomber. You know, yeah. Jefferson Starship. During
0: World War... Good, good. Five bonus points. The just The Foo Fighters. Better. Correct. That's the one I was fishing for. Which one is it? Foo the Foo, Foo, Foo Fighters. Fighters. Oh.
1: The Foo Fighters. During which... It was named after... Um, or, is that a thing? Or no, I? No, go ahead. It was named after Barney Google's car thing that he drove. It was a Foo Fighter. It was like Barney Google. It was an old comic strip from like the 20s. I had never heard that before.
0: Yeah, look at I,
1: I will look that up and if it's correct I'll retroactively give you five bonus
0: points. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to ask one more question on the topic of UFOs and that is um, you know there are sighting stories there's Bible stories that are supposed to be about UFOs UFO enthusiasts but uh, like how far back are there stories of UFOs but what is the oldest story in the uh, colonized United States history of a UFO sighting? Any idea? Can you, how, about the, how about the century or the city?
1: Um, hmm. New York. Richmond,
0: Virginia. Good guess. New York, of course, an early colony as well. In the century, or the year, or the approximate year—seventeen hundreds. Seventeen hundreds. This is like a no, game of Clue all 1800s. of a sudden. <laughs> I
2: mean, my 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 gut says Jamestown, sixteen hundreds, because there was probably immediately ridiculous nonsense <laughs> <That's> happening. <71. laughs> I'm going to yeah. say Pro- Providence, Rhode Island, in the eighteenth century.
0: Um, it is the sixteen hundreds. In sixteen thirty nine, in the city of Boston.
2: Oh, of course.
0: Right. And um, it's lunatics, they're, correct? They're all drunk. Although interestingly, not that this makes it right. The person who was the witness who reported it, like in letters and later on reported it, was the governor of the colony of Massachusetts, who saw some strange, who reports seeing strange lights over the Charles River. And by the way, there's a neighborhood on the Charles River called Charleston.
2: So we've now mentioned that in all three of our topics. And that's what—that's <laughs> the dance that uh, Groucho Marx danced on Hitler's <laughs> execution site. <laughs> he did the Charleston, right? Yes. Was it the Charleston that he that did? Is, yes,
0: that is, reportedly it was the Charleston. Wonderful. All right, I'm going to, we've reached a part of the class where I'm going to sum up your grades and we'll decide a classroom winner. But before I do, I'm going to give you all one more chance to improve your grades by having extra credit. So for extra credit, I'm going to give you all a topic. None of you have heard this topic ahead of time. And you each have a chance to share your own trivia information about this topic. And the topic for today's extra credit is the earth. The earth?
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: What do you know about the earth? You must know some fact or trivia. Bill Nye uh, is on Netflix right now, uh, all 31 episodes. So check that out. (laughs) (laughs) Just to say, Netflix is in no way a sponsor of this podcast, nor do they endorse anything that we say. But Bill Nye is, though. (laughs) Uh, Well, I love
2: any man in a bow tie, Bill Nye (laughs) or Doctor Who. Well, I'll tell you this: Bentry Coffee Roasters and Taco Tontos uh, sponsor my comedy show (laughs) here at the Stone Tavern, (laughs) (laughs) so I'll throw them out there. Uh, Is that an Earth Earth, trivia? uh, I here is basically here is what I know about Earth. Uh, It's big enough that we have. We have an active core of our planet, which means the surface is active, so there's geological formations like mountains and mm-hmm. oceans and whatnot. Uh, the moon is much smaller than Earth, does not have any oh. geological activity. Right. And uh, the Earth is roughly 24,000 miles in mm. circumference mm-hmm. and 8,000 miles in diameter. And the core of the planet is primarily nickel and iron,
1: mm-hmm.
2: yet it's molten. Right. And Wait, is, is the very core solid and then surrounded by molten? Is, or the core is completely molten?
0: The core is completely molten, according to the movie The Core. <laughs> okay. The, the documentary, The Core.
2: We have uh, an atmosphere.
0: So, so we have plate tectonics. Yes. Um, the moon does not, but exactly. the moon does have valleys and surface structures.
2: Well, craters due to impact All because cr- they don't have an atmosphere, which is we do. Right. Meteors and asteroids have have crashed into the the Earth, but our atmosphere does a really good job of burning the majority of them up right. before they can impact the surface. The Moon doesn't have that, so there are surface structures, right. and our
0: and our plate at- tectonics ends up erasing most of it as well. That too.
2: Uh, and I want to say our atmosphere is. Like, 8% oxygen, 72% nitrogen. My
1: God, your answer is like a Judd Apatow movie. When's it going to end? And uh, there's some other stuff in there, too. It's you nitrogen. could have edited out, like, 45 minutes of that and still been funny. Okay. Like, uh, is it hydrogen? Uh, Jorge, what do you know about the earth? I don't know anything about this planet. How about the dirt, the soil? Yeah. You're
0: a man of the land.
1: Yeah. yeah let's
0: tell us something about dirt.
1: There are worms that live in it.
0: Thank you. There are worms that live in the dirt. Mm. That's that, it. That is worth 111 squiggly <laughs>
1: points for you. Thanks. John Fridmore. tell us something about the Earth. Um, earthworm's average lifespan is six to eight years. Sorry, that's ten minus nine. ten points. That's trivia about earthworms, not about the Well, earth. he just said <laughs> earthworms. I was, give, I was playing off his answer. <laughs> um, let's see. The Earth. I don't know. What happens on Earth? Why are you? Why are you making booby things at me? Um, um, for the students listening at home.
0: Anthony, if I was actually making round hand gestures like the globe. Oh well, no. Like I know what it is.
1: Like I've heard of it before. I just I'm I'm blanking on trivia right now. Um, <laughs> the Earth is What's flat. your favorite? What's your favorite city on Earth? My favorite city on Kent, Ohio. <laughs> Wrong answer. Yeah, I know. you had a chance. I know. <laughs>
0: Well, is, I don't know. we've reached the part of the show yeah. where I have to finish tallying up the grades and give out yeah. the coveted classroom prize. You know, when you jumped in well, there with when you invited me down here, you got I thought we were playing Russian roulette. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Did you bring a gun? <laughs> <laughs> um, we are in the
2: basement of the Stone Tavern. So you
0: will get for your score Jorge Worms, but oh. I don't have any golden bananas for you. Instead, <laughs> the winner of today's golden banana goes to... John good. Okay. He kept setting up answers and knocking them down, except in the extra credit yeah, where he totally I no jeopardized, yeah, no. handing it over to Anthony, who started scoring lots of points in his extra credit until I had to keep listening to it. And then it one, <laughs> yeah. an ex-wife-esque drone, and it just sucked all the points out. So it just remains for me, your host, to thank you, my students. Jorge, Thank you very much, Jay. John. Thanks,
2: Anthony. Uh, screw off I knew everything <laughs> about the earth <areas. laughs> and John <Thanks. laughs> thank
0: you John earth was round <laughs> and students listening at home yes. thank you as well Gold Star Classroom is written and produced by Jerry Jaffe our producer and engineer is Stephen Gutierrez original music composed and produced by Jeff Geddert Mr. Geddert is also our assistant producer All commentary and opinions expressed by guests of Gold Star Classroom are meant for entertainment purposes only. For Gold Star Classroom, I'm Jerry Jaffe.